Thank you for visiting Discontinued on Display. We are so happy you have joined us. At this time, we ask of you a few small favors. Please refrain from eating or drinking while you're on the tour. Please remain with your guides at all times. If you separate, you will get lost. Now, I'd like to draw your attention over here to this wonderful Donatello. And right next to it is this beautiful piece of Leonardo. What? Yes, no, these are specifically turtles. You must be looking for the actual art museum. Welcome in to Discontinued on Display. Uh, we are back after uh, Matthew forgets to post a bunch of episodes. Um, so I promise I'm on top of things and, and, and full in life. I'm Matt, and I am joined, as always, by the wonderful Chris Corrigan. Hey, everyone. And we have a friend with us today. We have a... a yes, we have... This is your, I think, third time on the pod. Uh, we have... I think so, yes. yeah. You, you know him from the Beers and Ears podcast and uh, as uh, the sponsor of our show. Sponsor. Uh, yes, you are now an official sponsor. Uh, uh, Casey Woolley. Hello, guys. How's it going? I'm excited to be back. Can I officially be named a friend of the pod Oh, of now? course. Of course. You okay. weren't before? Well, I don't know. Uh, we, we, we I have, thought you were. We have, we have a couple of friends of the pod on our show. Chris, you're one of them because you've been on our show a couple of times. And then we've got one friend of the pod who's who's gravitate or uh, graduated to Fairy Pod Mother, yes. and that would be Amy. That would be fairy Amy. Pod so. Mother. Yes. I love fairy that. Pod Mother. She's yes. been on like what no, 10, 12 episodes. She, she's like on another like level. That. And I would imagine we will have her back for our Mandalorian yes. roundtable when we get there. But Matt, I, I have to. We were just talking about this before the show. I'm I'm breaking in some new equipment, and it's not even on my own show. It's on the Mistress Podcast. No, look at this. I'm breaking in a, a new microphone, and I'm hoping I'm coming across crisp and clear. Although you can't hear my peas because I have a pop guard, which is kind of fun. Yeah, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to invest in one of those. You can still hear all my peas. <laughs> <laughs> and then Chris, eventually we're gonna have to get you a Yeti mic as well. I have I have the the Yeti mic. I just don't have the guard on it. Ah, it's just okay. you can't see it. It's slightly off. I don't have it directly in front of me. Oh, so I'm you have it too. So you're surface. doing the same thing with the iPhone, yeah, the headphones, like I oh. am. Okay. I like to flaunt. Oh. Yeah, there she is. Oh, so I was the last. The I was the last one to the party with this because I have yeah, one at friend, work. I have one at work. A, a friend gifted me the Yeti when Matt and I started. A thousand okay. years ago, and talked about Wonka bars. I mean, I, I had a very, I had a, a weird realization. So I've officially been one year at my job, and I got my one year gift today. My new job at the bank. I got my one year gift. I got a fancy keychain in a great box. Oh, it felt baby. very Disney like. Like it very much felt like getting that one year pin, except it was a, be a our guest pins yes, or whatever. Yes, the, the, <laughs> the Steamboat Willie pin was the one year. But uh, this one, uh, it was a, uh, a keychain with the company name on it. Very fancy. I, I was, I, I put it on my keys, and I'm, I will flaunt it proudly. Go Matt. Yeah. Go Matt. It's your birthday. No, it's your anniversary. My anniversary <laughs> at work. <laughs> so uh, you invited me on because I suggested this episode, yes. correct? Oh, yes. You suggested this episode. So of course we've been talking, we've been talking like Broadway musicals, and and Chris mentioned that you mentioned this on the last episode where. We're starting to scrape the bottom of the barrel in terms of like Broadway, <laughs> and so um, you know we we are now starting to kind of maybe move into this back half of the season, and I'm kind of thinking this is theatrical. What theatrical? Yes, I so think is we could we could broaden this to theatrical. So we're doing more theatrical things, and Casey, you mentioned this because this was a big part of your childhood, and this is yes. of course the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles coming yes. out of their shells. Yes, this was yes, yes, a yes. studio <laughs> album that became a live musical tour from 1990 to 1991. And in 1992, it toured overseas. Um, the tour was sponsored by Pizza Hut, of course. Oh, yeah. and, and the very first showing of the tour was broadcast live on pay-per-view. So you could buy it on pay-per-view when it was, like, broadcasting. So, like, you would do a wrestling <laughs> match or, or uh, you know, a big boxing fight or something like that. 
you could buy this on pay-per-view. And then, um, now, Casey, I don't think you bought it on pay-per-view. You then got the VHS after the... So, sort of, sort okay. of. So, so first of all, you two had never heard of this Never before, heard of it. Right? Until, until I mentioned it? Okay. Because you both are a little bit younger than I am. Um, Matt, you're, again, how old? I'm, I'm 32. So this would have came out, like, when I was born. Um, yes. And Chris, how old are you? I am on the cusp of turning 31. So I'm just Okay, so you guys are like right. Okay. Yeah. yeah, so you guys wouldn't even been born. So, okay, my memory of this. First of all, we have to like and I'm sure you're going to go this direction in a minute, guys, but like we have to think about what was going on with turtle fever at this point. Oh my god. Like <laughs> like no no, I I mean it. My earliest memory of my very first action figure that I remember going, my very first toy that I remember going to the store and buying with my quote unquote own money was a Raphael original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle toy. And I remember going to, uh, I think it was called the the Toy Castle in Westland, Michigan, I think is what it was called. Nice. And they had a whole section. You got to remember back then, like, Turtles was created it was this comic book thing that was created and then playmates actually bought the rights to make the toys and then from the toys they made the cartoon so it wasn't the other way around it wasn't like they made the cartoon and they made the toys they made the toys first and the cartoons came from the toys so it was so like anyway, the toy got the toy got popular and that spawned the cartoon exactly and so you know, you had the cartoon, then they made a couple of the movies, you know, the very first one, and then they made The Secret of the Ooze. This comes out after all of that, I believe. I believe this is 9091. The original Turtles, I want to say, was like 89, 90. It was like right around that same time. My point is, so my buddy Mike um, actually went to see the third show of this in Detroit, Michigan. Oh, dang. <laughs> And I think that's where he got the VHS from. Oh, nice. Because he had the VHS. And we would spend hours upon hours over his house watching and re-watching and watching and re-watching and pretending we were the turtles and singing the songs and all of this stuff. Like we'd go over and he'd want to do other things and he'd and we'd be like, no, no, we want to watch the turtles. We want to watch the turtles. And so when you said you were doing these long forgotten stage shows i was like you've got to do the coming out of their shells tour and you were like what what is this because of course you know uh, you know our our experience with teenage mutant ninja turtles is um i mean we came into it after the fact um you know you guys are probably more power ranger babies aren't yeah, you? yeah power rangers oh, i'm even worse than that i'm a i'm a beetleborgs guy Beetleborgs. <laughs> oh, okay okay <laughs> See, I watched. I I was a PBS kid, so I was a Sesame Street Barney kid. Okay. Um, okay. So um, I didn't watch a ton of cartoons. I kind of came into cartoons as an adult, so I kind of have a weird relationship with a lot of the cartoons because I just didn't watch a lot when I was a kid. Part of it was. Yep. I was just scared of everything as a little kid, and so like, you know, Teenage Mutant. <laughs> You've said this before. Probably would have scared me because you know, Shredder is a little bit frightening. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I, it, it would not put it past me. Like I was scared of uh, the weirdest things. Um, I thought this. I don't know if I ever told this story on even on the the. I, I feel like I had to have told the beers nearest pod. I was scared of it's a small world because I thought oh, yeah, there were alligators in the water, or yep. that I was going to fall out and drown. To which my mom was like, "There's no alligators in this water, and you can see the bottom. If you fall in, just stand up." <laughs> <laughs> you will be fine. That's that's, that's parenting 101 yes. right there. Way to go. Way to go, Mrs. Brown. Very Way to go. <laughs> so, of course, so this there of course, this is not just a stage show. This is there, It's an extravagant. It's an extravagant. There is a plot going on. They didn't just come on yes. sing some songs. So, you have oh, yes. the Ninja Turtles, they've decided to travel the world and meet their fans face to face, singing mm -hmm. all original songs. And of course, you have Donatello on keys. He has a nice little guitar. You have Leonardo on the bass guitar, uh, Michelangelo on guitar, lead vocals, and Raphael, who uh, he does drums, percussion, tenor, saxophone, and vocals. And might I say, he he is the vocal lead vocalist in a lot of songs. It is a very Raphael heavy uh, show. If you watch the full hour and a half, which you incidentally can on YouTube. <laughs> That's what I was doing right before I was we, say, uh, we, we came on. <laughs> 
Um, so, so they're doing that. And so, though the t- so this is the official summary. Though while the turtles are enjoying their time singing and dancing to their fans, Shredder decides to make an attempt to stop the turtles from making people happy. Uh, Shredder, with the help of Baxter Stockman, comes forth with his D-harmonic convergence converter. Using this device, they will steal all the music in the world. And it also weakens the turtles if they stand in front of it. Don't know how that technology works, but apparently it can. It, 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 you know. Well, and he's he's also apparently got some kind of like time manipulation machine that freezes them at first. He has when, to. when he when he like when he, they're they're on stage and Splinter's in the middle of his like power ballad. Yes. And, uh, and and they all like stop, and then Shredder appears on the screen. Like, come on now! Like, clearly he's got to stop them. Okay, you brought this up because the power ballad. So there there is yes, there's 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 absolutely some <laughs> rock and roll things. But then oh, there yes. is some awesome power ballads, which are enhanced by the VHS, I will say. Oh, oh yes. yes. Oh, yes. Very. It's very – I read a, a review before I started that, that said this is everything – this is like the 80s and 90s threw up in your lap. Yes. It's literally – did you watch any of this, Chris, before, before recording? I had a very unlucky week, and so all I was able to do was read about it in okay. between meetings. You um, literally so, need to go onto YouTube yeah. and just this is, and just I will. just just fast forward through random parts, right? It's it's crazy. You know how we <laughs> talked about last week that we would do some possible bonus episodes where we did we do live commentary of a thing. Mm-hmm. This would be one of those things that would be worth it. Yes. Um, yes. So you know, so the the I mean, Shred, Shredder has a rap. Yes. He he raps. Shredder hates music. So he raps instead because apparently rap's not music. Yeah. I guess. I, I oh, that know. not in the early, not in the early nineties. What, what an early. <laughs> if you ask Mariah Carey, if you ask Mariah Carey, rap isn't music. There's a whole bit where someone like asks her. I think it's about Nicki Minaj, and she was like, like it's about one of like the like a one of the rappers who sometimes sings. And she went, does she sing? I thought she just rapped. Oh. So they're throwing throwing some major, you know, throwing some shade there, man. That is a very early 90s thing, though, of like, this this rap music and, Uh you know, that's that's very early 90s of it. Um, I got to say, and I told you this in text message uh, uh, earlier, Matt, the one song, Walk Straight performed by Raphael, I take great offense to as a gay man. I just got to say, you got to walk straight, think straight, be straight. was literally the, the lyrics of that song. <laughs> That's not inclusive. Oh, no, not at all. Walk straight, think straight, be straight, do straight. I don't know. I was like, wait a second here. <laughs> like, like, come on. They even had the, they had the kids singing this stuff. When we say walk, you say straight. Walk straight, walk. Like, what is that? Like, there, come on. There's a lot of great audience participation. Oh, like, get the audience to clap. I, lo- I love the random shots of the audience that are, that are there. Like, could you imagine? Hey, I was that kid and dad coming out of their shells on the video. On the pay per view, <laughs> I, I want I want that kind of notoriety. I need that to go fame. to That's more shows minutes. that are just there like this, that are being videotaped, <laughs> so I can be in uh, yes. be in a VHS. Yes. Um, anyway, sorry. Continue. No, you are totally fine. So l- l- the songs here we have the the opening song coming out of our shells, um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. hence the you know title of that. Um, we have sing about it. We have. Tubin, which with the wonderful shots of the videos of them surfing, yes, in yes. the background, yes, uh, they they cut to just like B roll footage of people surfing. Um, then you have Sounds the like gallery the we were talking about, Skipping Stones, performed by Master Splinter, and this is the one where, like, cut within the VHS is like images of stones skipping on the water. Yes, and yes, yes. so great. <laughs> Yes. Um, then you have, of course, uh, no Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles uh, thing would be uh, 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 complete without a song about pizza. So of course you have Pizza Power, and and they and they throw the the frisbees into the audience yeah. that are made of pizza. Yeah. So you could have so <laughs> the, you could have caught. Maybe you should check on eBay, Chris. Can you get a a, a pizza frisbee? I'll look for that. I mean, I look. There's merch. Oh, there's oh, a yeah, lot of sorry. merch oh, from I, this I'd show. I'd like to know if any of our listeners have one of those pizzas Ooh. still that'd be amazing yes please if you have any merchandise from the tmnt or you yourself went to the tmnt coming out of their shells tour we want to talk to you um yes yes so pizza power then we have of course the aforementioned walk straight 
Um, Walk straight. Be straight. Eat straight. Think straight. Oh. Don't mutate. I think the line was don't mutate. Walk straight, don't mutate was the, how it went. Which is funny because... Too late, I mutated. Uh, uh, same. Aren't the turtles <laughs> themselves mutants? That's the thing is, they, they remember they started the song off by saying, you know, we fell down that manhole and we we had to mutate. And you same. don't have to... You don't have to... <laughs> really, Chris? Really? Sorry, Chris? it was right there. Oh my God, man. Uh, wow. <laughs> I guess I can say this one's not as much of a family show as. Uh, we get, we get, as I mean, we do sometimes have to throw in um, on the show. Ooh. If if you swear, it is a turkey gobble that we bleep that we tweet, that we bleep you out. Oh gosh, yeah, he might have to gobble me I out. I don't know. I, it's a manhole. What can we say? Manholes are, are not oh. dirty things. Um, no. They're important. They're important parts of our infrastructure in America. So then we have a song called <laughs> Matt. Just stop. Just stop. You're, digging your, you're digging yourself into a more of a manhole than you think. <laughs> so then we have a song called "No Treaties" by uh, 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 Raph- Raphael. Sings a lot in this. R- Raphael this show. sings quite a lot. Um, is that yeah. the like? I, I didn't watch. I didn't have unfortunately time at work to watch the entire hour and a half. Is that like a "We Don't Negotiate with Terrorists" song? I really don't know. I I, <laughs> I don't know. I know that they do a Jeopardy round where they try to decide the turtle's favorite word. I don't know if that's before oh, or after that. Yes, I'm not is sure. it pizza? No, it's cowabunga. Yes, cowabunga. Of mm. course, again, no turtles yeah. would be complete. Um, then April- and then April O'Neil has her own ballad. Yeah. She's kidnapped by Shredder, and she sings about how she's never going to give up and. Yeah, <laughs> it's 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 the emotional equivalent of Joseph and the Amazing Technical Dreamcoat, where Joseph sings in jail. Um, just imagine that. <laughs> and then we end it with "Count on Us," performed by all four turtles. Um, and then you also have tracks not included on the album, which was "I Hate Music," performed by Shredder. Which, of course, again, so the which the lyrics I have pulled up. Uh, oh boy! And I feel like I need to enlighten our listeners on these lyrics. So, uh, I hate music. Music. I hate music. I said music. I hate music. I hate music. I hate music. And you heard it first. I love it when the band never rehearse. I hate music. I think it's the worst. The gift of song is a gift I curse. I hate music. I think it's the worst. Uh, my personal favorite lyric. I despise sound with an infectious beat. I hate it when I hear tapping feet dancing and singing in the street. Uh, just and it goes on, uh, but really great, really great. I hate music. Uh, and then uh, follow your heart is also a song that Michelangelo's or that uh, Michelangelo sings um, that is used in the tour, but not on the um, uh, not on the thing. This seems like a very emotional song. Uh, when the lights go out and your head goes down, you're feeling all alone. When it seems like every way that you turn, there are faces made of stone. It's the time to keep believing in what you've always <laughs> known. Oh, wow. So, so did you read? So I mean, look, I think you and I are looking at the same page to get some of this information, Matt, which is the Turtlepedia fandom page. Oh, yes, absolutely. Um, yes. <laughs> but did you see that they had a, a run at Six Flags? No, I did not. So further that down the list, including Six Flags Gurney, oh. they, ha- they, they, they appeared July 6th <laughs> through July 16th, 1991 at the Six Flags Great America, which is just north of where we're at right yeah. here. Yeah. Um, yeah, so they had a run. I just, I, I, apparently a lot of the tours or a lot of the venues they were supposed to play ended up getting canceled because of low ticket sales. <laughs> <laughs> Sad. Um, it really is. But they did, they did, they did make an appearance on Live with Regis and Kathy Lee and the Larry King show and Oprah Winfrey. You know, you in know, fact, you know you've made it when I, you're on Oprah. I feel like there was just a a thing that was parroting the, the Oprah Winfrey. Man, what was this in the other day? I was watching something. And the turtles were on Oprah Winfrey, and I can't remember what it was. And it was that that was that episode, and it was because it's set in that time period. Oh, Young Sheldon. 
I was okay. watching Young Sheldon, and they had an episode of Oprah Winfrey from the '90s because that's set in the early '90s, and it, ha- it happened to be the episode when the turtles were were being really? introduced by Oprah. Well, yes, I yes. am right now watching the uh, uh, premiere or the one where Regis and Kathy Lee uh, bring them on. So it looks like that Regis and Kathy Lee are interviewing April. Um, uh, I, I don't know what they're saying because I'm, I'm obviously don't have the sound on. I'm listening to you all. Um, and then April at one point is like, and now I'm going to introduce the turtles, and the turtles come out. Um, and so they're they're doing a, a they're doing a dance number now. Um, oh, that's very. Oh, they're singing. They're singing. They're singing. Okay, now Regis and Kathy Lee are now over here, and they're interviewing them. Um, this is <laughs> this is just great. Oh, Raph is talking it up to Regis. Like these are not, and, and they haven't like taken off their their masks. Like these are. Well, no, they can't. These are in They're full character, at you know on a talk show. Oh, this is great. Oh, I'm gonna have to watch that and hear what they're saying at the end of this end of this pod. Um, <laughs> this is one of those the gift that just keeps on giving. There are just more rabbit holes that I can go down into, that are just so delightful. Um, yeah, it, it, it was not necessarily well received. Um, uh, I mean, it is very hokey. Like it is a hokey show. I'm, I'm just shocked that it wasn't that well received considering how popular Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles was. Even when, when I was a kid, I mean, my friends loved it. Everyone had the action figures and my friends loved pretending to play as the Mutant Ninja Turtles. So to think that it wasn't successful, especially when you could take into consideration how successful like the Peppa Pig show is or seeing Dora live or things like that. Yeah. Like there were uh, fun fact, Elmo came to my job a few years before I started. I didn't get to meet Elmo, but actual Elmo like on Sesame Street, Elmo came to my museum years ago. But um, like things like that. Like, and I remember when I was a kid, like, I mean, I went to Disney on ice. That's the kid show I went to see. We, I remember it was Toy Story on ice specifically. Um, but I remember like seeing trailers for like that or like a Blue's Clues show and things like that. Um, and those had to have been popular. They're still popular. We still do them today. I, I, Granted, Casey, you were one of their groupies, so I feel like you can speak to why this wasn't good. You gotta remember, I think. So I think we have to separate. I mean, if you think about the generations of turtles that there have been, this is so. You know, the turtles comes out. The turtles come out in 1987. I think yeah, that's when the animated series comes out. 87. I think the very first movie is either out in 88 or 89. The action figures are out. I think part of what makes turtles different from a lot of the ones that you just named, Chris, mm-hmm. is that again, turtles were made. The, the series was made like the action figures were made first. Like it, the, the, the merch was made before the entertainment itself was made. Like mm-hmm. the, the, the original comic book characters, I mean, the original origin story, I don't know how much research you guys did. I know you guys typically do a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, the original origin stories of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is actually pretty dark. Like it was meant for adults. Like when they originally, when the original writers wrote the comic book series back in the eighties, they didn't have colored um, um, masks. They were all red masks. Uh, and and they were all like they didn't have I don't even know if they had the names yet at that point. I think the names might have been given by playmates. I'm not sure. But they were it was it was very about the arts of ninjutsu and, and, and things along those lines. And then they sold it to Playmates. Playmates made the action figures and in order to make them more kid friendly, they they gave them these personalities, if you will. And mm-hmm. then the, the 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 cartoon was made. So I think the cartoon was relatively popular, the movies were relatively relatively popular, but you gotta remember there was wasn't social media promoting this stuff, mm-hmm. right? It was, it was, you know, I don't know how popular kids entertainment necessarily was back in the early nineties like that mm-hmm. venues like that. And I think everything I read from a criticism perspective was, it was basically one big merchandise grab. Like it was one big sales grab. I mean, can you imagine the amount of stuff they were selling as part of this tour? And you know, that could have been somewhat cynical. Yes, or it, or if it would have been maybe not as many venues, they might have been more successful. Maybe they just overbuild themselves a little bit. Yeah. I don't they know. Probably should I, just think I mean, it is cheesy. Today. <laughs> the, I think the, the other <laughs> key is that the, the ones that we mentioned, like with 
Sesame Street, Blues Clues, Peppa Pig, those are for a younger generation. That was the other thing, yeah. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is for your, like, kind of, you know, preteen, a little bit younger than that. And I would say, like, like nine or ten. It'd be your your six... I was going to say six to about 10 is probably what I was thinking. And that may be um, less quote unquote cool to go to a stage show. I don't know. Like, I, plus I it was, let's just be honest. It was, po- go ahead. Chris. Oh no, I was going to, I was just going to say, I, I'm sure you are going to make this point too. Like, like this was then like, it was a boy's toy, a boy's franchise in the nineties. And you don't take boys to the theater back then. Like that's not a, just, it's not a thing you did. That like, could no have been, I was just going like, to let's do that. I was going to say more also, it was just bad production quality too. Like it just, it's, 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 it's not a very well, like clearly the, I, I don't think the people who were actually like on stage were the ones who were actually singing. I I'm fairly certain this was probably, um, are you telling me those turtles weren't singing? I think that, I think that was a pre-recorded tracks unless maybe it was them singing, but it was pre-recorded tracks. April, I think sung because you could obviously see her mouth and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. Shredder, I think did his rap. No problem. Splinter just looked God awful. I mean, comparative to how he was in the movies, he looked God awful. He was, he looked like sickly. Look him up, Splinter coming out of your shelves. He looks god awful. It, it looks like a oh, yeah. it looks like a costume that like you and I uh, got told like an hour before of like, hey, you need to make a Shredder costume. Just whatever materials you got. Oh, the Shredder costume. Yeah, look Shredder up. He's even worse. Like he looks absolutely horrible. The, and the, honestly, the the Splinter one is the one that I'm gonna have nightmares about. Yes. Well, and I think that's part of the problem is that. If you think about the movie, the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie that came out, the original one, Jim Henson Studios was the one who created all those costumes. And all, you know, that's the Muppets for you. That wasn't done here. Now, I will tell you, Matt, you'll appreciate this. They did release a series of action figures around this. Oh, nice. Yes. Rockstar, Rockstar Michelangelo, Rockstar Leonardo, um... And they were, I remember them, they weren't hard plastic. They were like soft, rubbery material. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Interesting. feedback. I don't know. That was a popular thing back in like the 90s and like the 80s. Like think like Stretch Armstrong and like the, there were, there were toys that were more soft rubber because kids were throwing them at each other. (laughs) We were much more, we were much more rough on things. Um, yeah, I, I see if I can find the picture of this. Real while while you're doing that, I'm going to give you. some quotes from the VHS. Oh boy! Um, so this is this is this is great because during the pay-per-view show, there was like a um, uh, there was uh, there there was like a you know pre-show and things like that. So there's there's two exchanges that I want to go through because the other one um, happens to be during the show that appeared on the VHS. So the first one, there's a guy named Kip, and he's interviewing random kids during intermission. And Kip asks, does Shredder scare you a little bit? And the random boy says, no. And Kip says, boy, he scares me. What does he even look like? He looks kind of silly, doesn't he? And the random boy says, I'd say he looked better in the movie. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. And then my personal favorite. So this exchange appears on the VHS tape. So Shredder, in the effort to get... Um, oh, you're showing us the action figures. Oh yeah, look at those. They're like they're like soft rubber. I like their denim vests. Yeah. Oh yes. Yeah. Denim vests, of course, because they're hard rockers. And you have like what I what I love too is that like um, they're trying to emulate Kiss, and uh, you've got like the Raphael with the star. Um, okay, so Shredder is pointing to a kid in the audience, and he asks, "What's your name?" And the kid says, "Peter." And Shredder points and says, "Is that your sister?" And the kid says, "Cousin." And Shredder <laughs> decides to destroy this kid by saying, "Cousin, what's the matter? Couldn't get a date." Oh, I remember oh. that? Oh my God, oh. I remember that. I remember. Oh. that. I'm so uncomfortable. <laughs> oh, this is the best line oh. ever. And then um, he shredded that kid. And then literally. Um, Shredder says, does anyone want a new Kids on the Block album? And then it says, girls in the audience can be heard screaming. Shredder, throwing the album in his music destroyer, I hear they're breaking up. (laughs) (laughs) But 
That's almost a, that's almost as bad as more like the seventy five million dollar accident. Oh yes, my yes. Oh oh yes. Oh, I'm the green cop. Oh yes, am I right, guys? <laughs> Oh, the Green Goblin. But yes, <laughs> what's the matter? Couldn't get a date. <laughs> that one's terrifying. Oh my goodness, I I love it. I love everything about this. Um, this has been it, it was just a delight to to go through. This. And then, so now, Casey, I have to ask: Did you watch the? Because there was a thirty-minute then making of. Uh, what was it called? Making the music. Hang on, I gotta find it. Um, that's got to be interesting. Da, 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 da. So it was, yes, the making of Cutting Out of Their Shells, which was on the VHS. It was an in-depth documentary and behind-the-scenes look at how the concerts were arranged and set up. Also, you see the story behind why the Turtles decided to use musical instruments. And then it says, note, the documentary is set up as if the concert and Turtles are real. <laughs> oh, sweet baby I, I want to say that I probably... I probably did see that, but it's not ringing any bells. But to be honest with you, that doesn't surprise me. I mean, think about our experience with, um, you know, di- uh, Disney characters. They're real. Um, you know, the Muppets. You said Elmo came to your workplace. He was Elmo. He was there. Because he's mean, real. He's real, right? So, I mean, that doesn't surprise me that they would have been set up that way. I do think it's funny. I, I saw an interview with Jim Henson um, where he's puppeting Kermit and he's just like sitting next to him. And basically in his interview, like the person asked him like, well, is it weird to like do the Kermit thing? And is it, does it like break, uh, you know, break the sense of, you know, this person is real, the, you know, the, the character. And he's like, not really because, um, you're focused on the talking frog, not me. So <laughs> it doesn't matter if I'm here. <laughs> On that note, too, sorry, I'm on a Muppets tangent now. You should uh, you should look up uh, when Kermit and Scooter uh, um, they are at the Academy Awards and they're opening an envelope. Um, and so um, you know, Kermit goes in this whole spiel about how well puppets can do anything that human actors can do, and yada 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 yada. And he says, "All right, Scooter, open the envelope." And Scooter looks and he's like, "I I can't." He's like, "What do you mean you can't?" He's like, "I." J- I just can't. <laughs> and, and then it goes and Jim Henson comes up and opens the envelope. But I just, I, 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 that, the interaction is very great. You know, technically Ralph or a Swedish chef could have opened that envelope. True, yes. I just, I'm reading through, so I'm really quiet. I'm reading through, like, this Turtlepedia, <laughs> like, the production errors, the logic errors, like, the the, the, costume, the costume and special effect errors, and the continuity errors. Like, Shredder says that to prevent the audience from leaving the building, he's locked all the doors. Obviously, in reality, that wasn't true. People could still walk out. <laughs> like... <laughs> Like, I just cracks, I just cracks me up that 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 would happen. Or, um, uh, let me see. Here, I think another. One. I think I'm more surprised that someone would call that a continuity error. <laughs> well, here's one. Shredder. This is a costume special effect error. Shredder's mouthpiece is actually below his mouth, making it quite visible. This might have been intentional, as the audience might might not have understood him talking through a closed mouthpiece. But it looks very odd. More so when it make when it makes the fact that the actor playing him is trying not to laugh that much more apparent. <laughs> <laughs> and it's true. Like it is so awkward watching him because you can literally see his mouth. His mouthpiece is like at his chin. It's not over his mouth. It's so weird. Um, and then logic errors. Here's one. When Michelangelo tells Leonardo that there's no need to be bugging. Oh yeah. <laughs> He thrums his microphone on his guitar, producing some notes. However, the way he's rubbing it, oh boy, can't possibly produce those chords or any at all, since he's basically moving the microphone along the string. Wow. Someone has done a deep dive into the logic errors oh of this. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, oh my goodness. Um, there has to be some suspension of disbelief. Whoever this person has is does not have one. Wait, is this true? <laughs> Hang on. What? I just saw a reference what? that said uh, Teenage Mutant Turtles coming out of their shells went triple platinum in 1990. 
I doubt There's that. no Come way on. that's true. Hang Triple on. platinum? Oh, man. I, I do know that they had a single that you cannot find, but was in jukeboxes and pizza huts all over the country to promote this sham of a show. Uh, uh, what, do you know which song it was? No, I don't. Um, I, I, I know I read it, and I can't remember. I just remember the... The the thing the the stu- the silly thing is the thing that cl- that like resonated with me more than the title of the song was jukeboxes in a pizza hut and like the, that wasn't all that long ago we were talking today at work about things being considered vintage from the nineties well and pizza hut was a big thing for kids in the nineties because did you guys ever do the book it where like oh yeah yeah oh yeah you, got, you know what we're talking about Chris. <clears throat> I don't think I do now. Yeah, so so this was when over the summer, you you um, you could read so many books and you marked them and you kept track of them. And the more books you read, the more free pizzas you got from Pizza yeah, Hut. Yeah, and you get like a little button and they'd put stickers on yeah. it. Yeah. Um. So yeah, yeah, I, I did that every summer. We did bookets, and so we were at Pizza Hut a ton because we had to go every okay. week to get our sticker. This is a fun trivia fact here. There was a second tour in continuity with with this called the Getting Down in Your Town Tour, which was featured mostly in the Six Flags amusement parks. We talked about that, public balls, etc. A new character featured was good old Casey Jones, Ah. who rides around on a scooter, shoots the audience with his water pistol, and gives all the kids high fives. Though his actor is unknown... He's classified as having the same looks and feel as the Casey from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles film. On that note, on the VHS tape of the tour, tons of changes were done due to union reasons. Most of the lines and songs from the actual shows were cut out. Casey had to keep his mask on the whole time. There was less energy from the actors in the actual show, and it had to be filmed in a closed location only specifically for the VHS tape. So, uh, okay. Um, I I have confirmed. I did find the song, uh, the single. There were two singles. There was Coming Out of Their Shells, the rock version Ah, performed by Raphael, but then there was also Count on Us, the dance remix. Ooh. Ooh. Dance remix. So I, I have confirmed. Uh, it was this this the the album was released on MCA Records on cassette tape in 1990. During that year, it went triple platinum. Three million albums were sold. Wow. <laughs> so that was not the I'm tour. That was just the one. album. But still, though, I'm shocked I didn't have one. <laughs> cassette <Wow>. tape, baby. <laughs> I Fun think back to the guy. Okay, let me ask you guys this real quick. Are some of the other shows you guys have reviewed also available on YouTube like this one, or is this the some first? of them are some of them are yeah. Um, Superman was um, avail the the TV movie they made of the Superman musical oh. with Leslie Ann Warren uh, is available. Um, what was the other one? Uh, the Rebe- I, I mean you can Rebecca was uh, Rebecca because that's the German one that you can find. So you can't yes. understand what they're saying, but. You can watch it. And I think a lot of them are bootlegged. Like, Carrie's definitely bootlegged somewhere out there. Um, goodness, I can't even think of some of the other ones we did. My brain is just... I, I, th- I know you can watch clips of, like, Moose Murders, which isn't a musical, but... Yeah, I think a lot of it is, like, you can watch clips. But, like, this is one of those things that, because of the Oh, my internet... gosh. The guy who played Shredder was in Don't Look Up. Wait, what? No way. Was he yes. really? Yes, so Bo Netflix Allen... Movie? Yeah. Yes. Who played Shredder plays Doctor Talcomont in Don't Look Up. No a lot of these, way. A lot of these actors, like the guy who played Michelangelo, has a prominent acting career and a nice ha- headshot. Wow. Um, oh my! Like gosh. I just, I was like, I should see like who was in this. Is there anyone like kind of sort of famous? It looks like some of these other people, like not so much. Um, wow. Oh man. Uh, the woman who played April has done a lot of things. She was in the last five years. Hmm. Okay. Or no, she was the director of the last five Whoa, years. Oh, look at her. I wonder if this no, is something they can't that they be. brag about. <laughs> like, they go, hey, I was on the coming out of their shells tour. Did you know that Disney and the Turtles actually have a little bit of a history together? I did know this. Do they really? Yeah, I did not. You look on YouTube, Chris. Type in... T, uh, TMNT at MGM Studios, mm. and they actually they were in a parade 
um, at, at Hollywood Studios. This is that wild time of, that was when, you know, Disney MGM Studios, there was a lot of wild stuff that happened in that early 90s. Oh, yeah, the dinosaurs were there. Yeah. Remember the dinosaurs? The Family Matters crew was there. Oh, my God. oh they're, they're singing. They're singing at Hollywood Studios. They're singing at MGM. Oh, my God, they look creepy as hell. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know if I'm allowed to say hell You're on fine. this podcast, but they look creepy as hell. Oh, my God. Yeah. Okay, we thought the ones... Actually, I got to say, to be honest, the 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 ones in the Coming Out of Their Shells tour, they actually look pretty good. Yeah, they're, they're okay. I mean, ultimately, there's there's only just so good you can make a mutant ninja turtle costume. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, man, this was a trip down memory lane, man. So, Chris, I'll tell you. merch. Merch. What can we get? So, oh, get. Are you ready? This yes. is for you. This is just for Matt's date nights. Oh boy. Oh, now I think you should keep pizza hat. I think you should keep the pizza hat because there is a baseball cap. There is a coming out of their shells tour baseball cap. Uh, but <laughs> I like to see who has the audacity to sell something for an obscene amount of money. And someone is selling their specifically their medium. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles coming out of their shells tour t-shirt for about $250, which I think would oh. be very fetching. You can get t-shirts for cheaper than that one. Like, that's just, like, that. someone had the audacity. You can get some posters as well. Okay. Um, no. It's mostly posters, the t-shirts, and the hat. I could not find can, the Frisbee. I typed in Frisbee. You can buy the, it looks like you can buy the cassette. You can buy yes, the cassette. you can also get, um, I'm sure you can find the VHS, um, it's a random hodgepodge of things, but you can get the soundtrack. I, you know what I wonder? You know what I didn't think to check? And I really should check with all of the things in this season, because they're all kind of, with the exception of Moose Murders, have a musical component. Is this soundtrack on Spotify? <laughs> <laughs> give me give me a second. Oh, oh, please tell me it is. Give me please a second. Sorry, the last thing is. I looked up on Spotify was the um, Shucked musical. Oh, yes, Shucked. The corn the, the musical. The corn musical. So that's like in my face right now um coming yeah. out oh, of man, their shells uh yes it 100 percent is it yes. is oh my gosh <laughs> oh i love yeah, it yeah it's here all of it, it and now man. It, it, does it have the shredder song the i hate music song unfortunately not. it has coming out of our shells sing about it Oh, wait, this is a public playlist. Hold on, this is not the formal album. Here we go. Uh, coming Out of Our Shells, Sing About It, Tubin, Skipping Stones, Pizza Power, Walk Straight, No Treaties, Think Straight, Cow- Don't Mutate, <laughs> Cowabunga, The April Ballad, and Count On Us. Ah, so it does not have the Shredder rap song, but that's okay. It does not. That's okay. So, Will you still listen to it? So Are you going to put it on your workout mix? I mean, nothing gets me fired up than uh, Pizza Power and... Uh, uh, April's ballad. April's ballad. The, the skipping stones. Maybe my meditation will be to skipping stones. I'll I'll do like yoga or something like that as I listen to skipping stones by <laughs> Splinter. Oh my gosh! Uh, you know this begs the question. I know you guys have you have asked this in the past because of mm-hmm. discontinuity. I don't know if you guys asked this question about these shows or not. You bet we do. Mm-hmm. But okay, so my question is: Are the turtles done? Like, there's a new movie oh. coming out. There's a new movie coming out. I don't know if you guys have seen this. Seth Rogen's producing it. It's like their origin story or something. I don't know. But like, what are your thoughts? Like, are the turtles done? I think that movies like this and the last movie they just did is specifically designed to appeal to our generation. It's like towards the end of my time at the Disney store and right before it closed too, where they were like, you know what we're going to stop doing? making merch for just kids we're going to start tapping into those adult children with money yeah um and that feels like what this is i don't think it's like the super mario brothers movie that just yes. came out which was awesome by the way but even still like it, the, the 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 mario movies i mean mario is still happening that that's True. you know like mario pokemon those are still captivating modern day audiences just like disney is like they have the ability to do that where i feel like teenage mutant ninja turtles got swapped out for something else at this point. I feel like I I didn't see it much, like, with younger generations. Well, and I think, I think it like still said, exists, your, but... Well, your, your generation... Well, it does, but, like, there was a very quick... 
transition from Turtles to Power Rangers. Mm-hmm. Power Rangers mm-hmm. was your generation. I mean, I, re- I remember Power Rangers came out when I was in fifth grade. I was 10 going on 11, and I was too old for Power yeah. Rangers. Mm-hmm. Even though I secretly liked it, I was too old for it. And it has continued. It has persisted. Power They're like in their like 30th generation or something oh, yeah, now. And, I don't know. Bringing- there are still Power Rangers? There are. In fact, they're doing a reunion. Yeah, they're doing a reunion on Netflix. Yes. Like, with some of the original cast, yeah. the ones that are still alive. And by the way, Zach doesn't look like he ages at oh all. Oh, my gosh. Like, some of them are like, he, oh, my gosh. Identical to the way he did 30 years ago. Yeah. Anyway, they kind of were like the replacement for Turtles. Yet, Turtles have been around for a while. But Turtles started to lose its gravitas by the time the third movie came out. I got to figure mm-hmm. out. That was the one where they um, traveled to... Um, Ancient China, <laughs> or ancient Japan, I should say. I imagine there's... TMNT 3. Uh, let's see here. This was... Yeah, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3 came out in 1993. That movie was panned. Everyone hated that movie. So that goes to show you, like, they didn't have a lot of staying power. <laughs> that somehow the turtles are still around. Like, it's... They've had different generations. I don't I know. I think part of it, too, is the tri- the revivals of them have not been... Like, you know, the Michael Bay films didn't take off in the way that I think they were hoping. And, yeah. and I know that, like, they've been trying some new cartoons and other stuff like that, and it just it just hasn't caught, which I do think is surprising, because you have, like you said, like you were doing as a kid, Casey, where it's like, we're, we're ninjas, and, and, and you can, it's a very easy costume, like, you know, you put on the color of the kid <coughs> you like, and you eat pizza, yeah! That's true. Um, I, I just, I... I think a big part of it is they're not with any kind of like they don't have a theme park presence where um, where okay you're gonna you're gonna go and see and and you know go to Turtle Land and and hang out in the sewers with with the turtles um, don't 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 make that that sounds kind of odd um, even like a video game type thing like I, I you're not seeing like a, a mainstay video game like Mario has. I know Mario's a totally different beast than what yeah, TMNT a... is, but... You're muted, Casey. Okay, you should be unmuted uh... now. You remuted yourself. You had undid it and then you read it. There, there you go. go. Wow, I don't know how that happened. <laughs> okay, I was going to say... They did release a year ago a a Turtles game on a Nintendo Switch, a throwback Turtles oh, game, nice. like back to like the arcade style Turtles nice. game, mm. um, Shredder's Revenge. It was amazing. Yeah, yeah. But that's what makes me think it's it's like it's in the background. But Chris, I think your point is a hundred percent right, which is, um, I think that it's. Uh, they're making it for those of us who grew up with it. I don't mm-hmm. think kids today necessarily are into it. And I think I that's there's too, what they're hoping. There's too many other choices. I, I think uh-huh. that's what they're hoping, though, with this Seth Rogen, you know, origin of the Turtles, is that it's it it is, hey, let's try to get this new generation in. Our generation will bring the kids into it, and maybe that launches into something. I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I it's it's. It's hard to know, but it's a great... I mean, sometimes it works. I think that's... I kind of always have thought that that was kind of the reason behind episodes one, two, and three of Star Wars. And what they just did. Again, with the the most recent trilogy. Yeah. We've had quite the extensive conversations on that matter. I can't, I can't I, imagine you have. I refer you to the Beers and Ears podcast Star Wars uh, story. No, I agree <laughs> with you. No, actually, that's... We have, we have actually said just that, Chris, which is every generation has their own trilogy of star Wars. Mm-hmm. There's the original trilogy, which was mm-hmm. the seventies and eighties. There's the nineties and early two thousands. Yeah. Well, uh, not mine. No, no. You're talking the early, the nineties one. You mean like I'm talking about episodes one, two and three. Yeah. 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 That would, that would be, that would be ours. Correct. Yeah, yeah. One, two and three. So yeah, four five and six, which was like the originalist. Then you have the, our generation, the one, two and three, which that's our star Wars story. Mm-hmm. And then now you have this newest one that started in 2015 and I don't know if you saw the news. There, there's going to be another one uh, with Daisy Ridley coming back. Yeah. So this one, um, the, fifteen years later. Yeah, the three movies don't seem to be connected, but they're making three more movies. So, well, they're connected, but they're 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 connected, like, but they're, not like 
Yeah, it's not a trilogy. It's not, Sky, it's not Skywalker yeah. Saga kind of stuff. But Daisy Ridley's reprising her role. Mm-hmm. So, cool beans. Okay. Oh man, anything else anyone's got on coming out of their shells before we uh, close the tour for the day? I would I, like to officially come out of my shell and say that I will never be able to walk straight. <laughs> I'm coming out say. of the shell, <laughs> if you will. Oh my goodness. There's so many undertones there. So many. Under- Technically, this particular uh, uh, stage show is banned in Florida, just so you know. Wait, why? <laughs> oh. Chris, you got it, right? Zing. Chris, you got it. Okay, there it is. Okay, I'm in. I'm in. I'm, I'm in on the joke now. <laughs> If you're, I mean, if you want to get even deeper, technically, the turtles are people in drag. Oh, boy. There it is. There it is. There <laughs> it is. Drop. There it is. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, man. All right. There it is. Well, hey, Casey, thanks so much for coming on. We appreciate you coming It's on. always a pleasure to have you. Thanks for having me, guys. This is always fun. I love, I love doing this. Yes. Um, okay, so if you want to get a hold of us, uh, you can do that at discontinued um, on display at gmail.com. Uh, please send us an email. Uh, Twitter and Instagram at Twitter's at discontinued. No, those are different. At discontinued pod and uh, Instagram is at discontinued on display. Got to do it. Got to do it the most complicated way possible, guys. Don't mm-hmm. you? Yeah, you betcha. Well, because it's because Twitter wouldn't let us go discontinued on display. So you know, darn Elon Musk. Yeah, you know, I think it was before <laughs> that, but sure, I don't mind blaming Probably, him. Yeah. Um, so uh, um, as always, uh, please rate and review us five stars. Five stars. And as always, we are brought to you by Magical Memories by Casey Woolley. Woohoo! Um, yes. If you are looking at planning your next Disney, Universal, Aulani, uh, your crew. All inclusive. Yeah, just all inclusive things. You are going to want to go to CaseyWoolley.com and uh, 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 contact Casey. Because he, Here it is. he is going to, I was trying to think of more flowery language, but I, I there, there are blueprints at caseywoolly.com that you can fill out and tell me exactly what kind of vacation you want. And I will plan it for you. And it costs you nothing extra, yes. nothing at all. It does not cost you anything. You just get Casey's ears of experience. Oh, I found out I'm not allowed to say that. You get <gasps> Casey's years of experience. Years of experience. I'm not allowed to say years of experience because, believe it or not, there is already a travel planner out there that has that copyrighted. Can you believe that? That's fascinating. They can go pounds. It is. <laughs> but apparently, yeah, they're like a diamond agency or something. And oh, actually... oh, oh, I've got you one. I've got, I got you a better one. They okay. get your years of... Oh, no, it sounds better in my head, but... Ear experience. Ear experience. Ear well, experience. I was just gonna say instead of ears of experience, just call it ears of expertise. That works oh, just yes. the same. Ears of so. Ooh, yes. yes. Okay. I, that's not copyrighted. I don't know. But yeah, uh, yeah, definitely let me help you out. I would love to help you plan a trip. It's awesome. So yeah. Yeah. So definitely, CaseyWoolley.com. Check that out. Um, <laughs> all right, let's uh, close the museum for the night. Uh, I don't know what we're talking about next week. We'll, <laughs> we'll figure it we'll out. We'll figure it out. Uh, <laughs> and we will see you next time. Bye, everyone. Uh, bye, everybody. <laughs> Thank you for listening to a Sorcerer Network podcast.